Welcome to Feel Better, Live More Bite Size, your weekly dose of positivity and optimism to get you ready for the weekend. Today's Bite Size is brought to you by AG1, one of the most nutrient-dense whole food supplements that I've come across, and I myself have been drinking it regularly for over five years. It contains vitamins, minerals, probiotics, prebiotics, digestive enzymes, and so much more, and can help with energy, focus, gut health, digestion, and support a healthy immune system. If you go to drinkag1.com, forward slash live more, they are giving my listeners a very special offer, a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first order. See all details at drinkag1.com forward slash live more. Today's clip is from episode 308 of the podcast with Dr. Bruce Lipton. In childhood, our subconscious minds take on unhelpful beliefs that drive our habits and thinking throughout our lives. In this clip, Bruce shares how we can reprogram our minds and create positive change in our lives. A central idea in all of your work appears to be that it's our subconscious minds that are driving our day-to-day behaviors. And for many of us, it's those subconscious patterns that are sabotaging the quality of our life. Yeah, uh, but the big problem is when you say the word subconscious, that means below conscious. 95% of our behavior is coming from sub-below consciousness. So the whole idea is, are you living the life you want or are you living the life you've been programmed? And the answer, unfortunately, is most of us are living the life we've been programmed, and and the programming comes from other people. So it's not our lives. The subconscious is autopilot. The moment the conscious is not paying any attention about something, subconscious sits in and so you you have a friend and you know your friend's behavior very well and you know your friend's parent. And one day you see your friend has the same behavior as their parent. And I joke and I say, well, hey, Bill, you're just like your dad. <laughs> and, I, uh, and I say, I know exactly what Bill's going to say. First thing he's going to say is, how can you compare me to my dad? I'm nothing like my dad. And yet everybody else can see he's like his dad. The only one who can't see it is Bill. And this becomes the most profound point because he's programmed by his dad in the first seven years, and he plays these programs 95% of the day. This is where the whole disconnect comes in because people think, oh, I'm a happy, wonderful, loving person, and they have trouble out in the world, and they don't understand it, but what they're missing is, you're not playing that happy, loving person except 5% of the day. We can see patterns in other people so yeah. clearly. But they don't see it as well as you do it. Yeah. Well, the, the reason, let's give a reason why programming occurs, okay? Uh, the brain is a computer. First, you have to put programs into a computer before you can use that computer. The brain of a, of a human is the same thing. Uh, the screen lights up in the last trimester of pregnancy, it's ready, but there are no programs. So the first seven years of a child's life is the brain is not operating at the higher level of consciousness. A child up through seven is not operating at consciousness except for a little bit. It's primarily operating at a lower vibration called theta. But theta is hypnosis. And the significance of that is children have to learn how to become a member of a family, the rules. A member of a community. Nature provided 
theta hypnosis so that they can observe the parents, the family, and the community. Just observe their behavior and download those as programs. Age seven, then that's when they start to become more conscious and engaging themselves. So the first seven years is programming, and then after that, uh, we play, actually, unfortunately, 5% of our life from our creative conscious mind, 95% from the program. In an interview, I've heard you uh, in the past, I think you said, 60% of these unconscious programs are disempowering and are limiting beliefs that we've acquired from other people. 60%. Yes, that's a massive number. And then recognize, but that 60% is coming from the subconscious. So the individual playing that subconscious is the one that they're not even aware they're playing the subconscious. So their life seems to be out of control. Here's the biggest problem in programming, I'll tell you right now. Parents act as coaches for their kids. I go, what does that mean? I say, well, let's say a a kid on a sports team isn't doing well. The coach doesn't say, oh, please try harder. No, he says, that's not good enough. Who do you think you are? You don't deserve to be on this team. But this kid is older and conscious and aware when the coach is saying that, the coach is trying to say, do better. That's what you should do. A child under seven is not in consciousness, but a child under seven is in record. So the parents acting as a coach, that's not good enough. Who do you think you are? You could do better than this. I say, the child under seven is, I'm not smart enough. I'm not deserving. I'm not good enough. That's a program, okay? They didn't understand the meaning of the parent under seven because consciousness was not that function of the brain at that time. Just record. And I say, well, this, this is where the problems come from in our lives. Because parents want to help us, so they they figure if they needle you, stick you, that you're going to do better without recognizing if the child's under seven, they don't don't have any comprehension of what you're saying, but they are recording. And then you'd say, well, then 95% of my life is coming from what? Not smart enough, not good enough, not deserving. Uh, And if that's the program that's running, then the behavior will manifest that program. Not good enough, not smart enough, not healthy, whatever it is. Uh, And so we have to recognize we become these programs, okay? So how do we change it? Well, in the first seven years, that's when I said the programming went in. The brain wasn't functioning at the higher level of consciousness. It was actually a little lower. That was called theta, the vibration, the imagination and all that. That's hypnosis, okay? So the first way we learned programs was hypnosis because the, the, the function of the brain wasn't, it was at a, high, uh, at a lower vibration. When you get tired, you lower the vibration of the brain. And the moment you fall asleep, actually, consciously, the next level of activity of the brain is theta before it goes down to the lowest vibration, delta sleep. So every night when you go to bed, there's a period just after you close your eyes and you're essentially disconnected for a moment, your brain is operating in theta. Well, theta is hypnosis, okay? So I said, well, that's how you, you, your brain was in theta during that childhood period as predominantly. Now you're an adult. I say, yeah, but you have theta every night when you go to bed. So I say, what can you do? And this is the old story. You've heard people do it. You put a pair of earphones on at night. You play a program that you want to be true in your life. You, and while you're awake, you might hear the program. But it's the moment you fall asleep, the conscious mind shut off, but the subconscious mind is now in record, theta. So whatever is coming through the earphones at that moment after you fall asleep, you don't hear it but the subconscious mind is hearing it and downloading it in a state of theta. Uh, And this is called self-hypnosis. 
put the earphones on, play the program, programs for health, happiness, love, joy, whatever, uh, and just go to sleep, which is really cool because you don't have any, there's no studying here. <laughs> you just play the program. Yeah. I mean, so the nighttime, just before you go to bed, a really important part of the day where you can, I guess, consciously make a decision to reprogram your subconscious mind. Yeah. What does this look like? Are Is this self-recordings that people make? Is this, I don't know, like, for example, are there hypnosis programs that yes. they download? Or sometimes people will fall asleep yes. to conversations like these. So help me understand, help us all understand, is it something specific or are all of these things helpful? All these things are helpful, but the most specific ones are when you put in a program that you specifically want to be true in your life. You want, you're not having good relationships? Well, uh, these programs are available all like bookstores and, and online. They're, they're called self-help programs, basically. And I say, well, you can get them for anything, whether it's job-related, relationship-related. Right. You pick out the one you want. Uh, and then I say, just play this. And, uh, and, and the point is, the moment you're falling asleep, the only part of you that is hearing that program is the subconscious because that's how it works in theta. So you can download, it's called self-hypnosis, and that's how you can do it. That's number one. So method one is hypnosis. Yes. But it sounds like there's other methods as well after, to change the program. After age seven, the second way uh, that you put programs in is doing something that you practice and repeat. Practice and repeat. Habituation. You make a habit by practicing it. Uh, and so uh, you don't know how to play an instrument. You practice, you practice, you practice. You finally get it. You don't have to practice anymore. You can just pick up the instrument and play it or driving a car. You, you don't have to worry about all the details. You get in the car, you put the key in, you start it up, and you're thinking about where you're going. Why? The rest of the driving is habit. So habituation is the second form. Yeah, so it starts off in conscious and then becomes subconscious. I think people can all resonate with that, whether it's a sport or a hundred percent musical instrument, right? Same, it's the same kind of thing. So again, I'm, it's, it's not that hard to believe that if you practice the patterns that you want, after a while, they're going to happen automatically. So do you have any examples of things that people can, can practice, can, can do and go, right, I'm going to practice this so that I start to change my subconscious behaviors. Well, this is exactly true. You know, what's interesting is um, actors that are really good have a character. They read the character, they learn the lines, but they have to act like a character, okay? It's not just reading the words. Uh, you get someone like Renee Zellweger, and she did the uh, her what the diary or something. Yeah. Forgot, yeah. Uh, and it's interesting because um, the character is 40 pounds heavier than Renee. And when she got into character, guess what? She gained 40 pounds. Her conscious, you know, the program just, okay, I'm 40 pounds. When she got finished playing the character, then the 40 pounds disappeared. As long as she was in the character, she became the character. Uh, Dustin Hoffman, one of the great actors, uh, was playing um, Willie Loman in Death of a Salesman, a very depressive character. And he was brilliant at it except that he had to check out and go out of the out of the theater and go into a hospital a neurological hospital because he became so depressed because he took on the character of this wow. person and what i'm trying to say is who you think you are is what you, you know, you could get there. But now the problem is, who do you think you are? And I go, well, that's part of the programming. When, when we grow up, uh, uh, and if you want to change, that's when I say, oh, 
uh, the new age, <laughs> I always laugh about it. It's called fake it till you make it. I said, what does that mean? I said, well, you're not a happy person. I go, so what? And I say, then all day long, whenever you can remember, you just say, I am happy. I am happy. No matter how miserable you are, you just keep repeating it because repeating is habituation. Practice, repeat, repeat. And then one day you wake up and guess what? You're happy. Why? Because once that program is installed, then the this expression of that subconscious will manifest that program. I noticed that when you walked into the studio, you walked in with a smile, we were chatting, and then you paused to... It felt like you were intentionally spreading joy, love, happiness. You, you made some really uh, nice, meaningful comments to the two receptionists which put a smile on their face and then you walked on with me. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? An intentional practice where you, you act as the person you want to become? Almost like what you said about actors, right? You're, you're trying to... And I know from your history that you weren't always this way. No. <laughs> You've almost taken on the role of an actor, but that actor isn't actually someone foreign to you. That actor probably is who you innately are and who you are innately meant to be. That, that I have become. That you've become. Okay. That was it. Because I started to recognize what I'm putting out is coming back. If I'm going to put out, you know, anger or something, I'm going to receive something that resonates with anger. I'm not going to, if I'm angry, I'm not going to activate a happy person, but I will activate somebody who, who will respond to anger. Uh, it's called resonance. Uh, and what you put out will return to you what you put out. People want to be recognized at some point. You know, in, like in the city, everybody walks, eyes on the street or eyes not looking at other people and stuff like that. It's like, so the other people don't exist. But I noticed when I was living in New York that if I just walked down the street and I could catch somebody's eyes and I'd give them a smile, just all I'd do is just look at them with a smile, all of a sudden they, they would just make this response that somebody recognized them as being this person. And that that is what, you know, in a world where nobody recognizes you, all of a sudden somebody looks at you and smiles. It's like it, it's contagious. They, they start to smile all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, and so, again, and this is part of the physics, quantum physics, it, everything is vibration. You put out a good vibration. The only thing that responds to a good vibration is a good vibration. Bad vibrations are on a different frequency. They, they don't mix each other. You put out a vibration, you're going to get back what that vibration is. It's called resonance. Uh, and so if you're an unhappy person and you're broadcasting that, the only person that will be affected by that unhappiness is somebody else is unhappy because yeah. they're resonating from the same thing. So all of a sudden I realized as I started to change, it's like, be happy. <laughs> Just be happy. Yeah. And it's like people want to be happy. That's a, an innate, that's like a child. Children are born in love. And, and then they acquire whatever the behavior is from their parents and stuff like that. But they innately, innately a child is recognizing love yeah. because love means safety. So powerful. Um, what's this third method of reprogramming our subconscious minds? It's new. It's very new. A new form of psychology has come about called energy psychology. And there's a process called super learning. And you go, what's super learning? Well, I can 
tell you some people how they, they they go into a bookstore and they can move their finger down the page of a book as fast as they move that finger down just like boom like a second or two they read every word on on that page that's super learning you could read a book in 15 minutes or something like that if you can engage the super learning process then you can get a reprogramming not in days weeks or whatever you can get a reprogramming of your programs in 15 20 minutes walk away a completely different after that my website is simple brucelipton.com okay on there i have a, a description of about 25 different energy psychology modalities a little description on a website and if you're interested, then just look these up. And if you find one that appeals to you, uh, then check out their website and see what's going on. But to me, having experienced this, having understanding all of this, and then experiencing it, it's like, oh, my God, to me, that's like a miracle in today's world. Because habituation, repeating things, it takes many yeah. times to repeat, 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 or even the uh, earphones on at night, self-hypnosis, uh, because theta is only a short period. You have to repeat that overnight, overnight, or, you know, for many times. Uh, energy psychology, you can uh, have an experience and walk away 15, 20 minutes later. I've really, really enjoyed this conversation. Bruce, this podcast is called Feel Better, Live More. When we feel better in ourselves, we get more out of our lives. Have you got any final words, final thoughts, final bits of advice to share with people to help, I guess, improve the way that they feel? Well, yeah, it's, it's just basically simply this, is that we are creators. We came here to create. But if you've been programmed, then you're not creating. The program is creating. And the idea is if you can then use your creation to put the program in that you want, then you can manifest what you want in this life. Hope you enjoyed that bite-sized clip. Do spread the love by sharing this episode with your friends and family. And if you want more, why not go back and listen to the original full conversation with my guest. If you enjoyed this episode, I think you will really enjoy my bite-sized Friday email. It's called the Friday Five. And each week, I share things that I do not share on social media. It contains five short doses of positivity, articles or books that I'm reading, quotes that I'm thinking about, exciting research I've come across, and so much more. I really think you're going to love it. The goal is for it to be a small, yet powerful dose of feel-good to get you ready for the weekend. You can sign up for it free of charge at drchatterjee.com forward slash Friday 5. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Make sure you have pressed subscribe and I'll be back next week with my long form conversation on Wednesday and the latest episode of Bite Science next Friday. <laughs>